What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film's Fresh Cuts, where we sit down and talk about new release films in theaters or on your favorite streaming services. Today, we are talking about Netflix's newest comedy from Judd Apatow, The Bubble. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Hello. Oh, I forgot to clap. Oh, he's got to clap. So, this movie. (laughs) It took me two days to watch this movie. And not because I didn't enjoy it, which... I guess I'll get into that when I talk about what I thought of the film. But uh, yeah, this was a movie. This literally at the end of this movie, I literally thought of Angela and I went, this was a movie. (laughs) So let's go around as we usually do and talk about our feelings on this movie. The bubble. Angela, kick it off. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't like uh, the it. the only good parts of it were Pedro Pascal. Yes, and, uh, the guy that plays Howie. Dieter. Dieter is definitely. I love my, Dieter. My I was talking about this with my wife. She's like, the best part of that movie was Dieter. I was like, yeah, yeah. Pedro oh, yeah. Pascal Absolutely. is awesome. Yeah, that's the Mandalorian is. right there, baby. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Oh yeah. But. Uh, I, like I like you said, it it was a movie, and yeah. that's about all I can. With a movie within it. Well, with a movie within <sighs> it, but that's all I can. Uh, that that this was hard to watch. It was. It, it was. Yeah, it was a cringy one. <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Uh Yeah, I didn't care for this movie either. Like I, I. <laughs> Agreed. Like for me, Pedro Pascal was the best parts, and except for the other parts that I really enjoyed in the movie, were when they were actually showing how the scenes are supposed to look within the film of Cliff right. Six. Yeah, like that was great. Like Brains I love the acting, and I love Pedro Pascal's uh, Pascal's horrible accent. <laughs> During all of that, I was like, "This is such we're, racial we're, typecasting we're, we're, well, bullshit." The thi- well, the funny thing is, is like, I, like he's supposed to have this really bad Spanish accent, right? Like, it was supposed to be Spanish. Mm-hmm. He is Spanish, like and it. he had, yeah. and he's played in movies where he has a really good Spanish, like, really good accent. Yeah, and I, I mean, to be able to have, be able to speak like that, but have to fuck it up as he does in this movie, oh, is just yes. just shows how great of an actor he is. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, boy. God. It was one. <laughs> this, it was one. <laughs> this was a movie. Oh, this was a movie. Yeah. Um, My wife liked it. I, I'll put that out there. She laughed a lot. And I guess if you laugh a lot there in a movie. There were some funny parts. I guess there it can't be, that, funny parts. can't be that part. Uh, that bad. I, you know, I laughed out loud at a couple parts. Dieter is definitely the best character played by Pedro Pascal. Um, this had a stacked cast. Like these are yeah, some good. Did. These are some yes. actors that are really good in other things. <laughs> yes. Karen Gillan. Mass cameos too. Yeah. Karen Gillan, you know, playing, I, I, you know, I figure she's technically the lead of this movie. You know, she plays, um, Oh, what the heck is her character in guardians of the galaxy? Carol. Oh, and Guardians of the Galaxy. She's uh, Nebula. She's Nebula, yep. And then she's in the Jumanji movies, and she's been in, you know, other movies, and she's really good. Um, You want to know who I don't like in this movie? Fred Armisen. I don't know if I like him in anything. He's just not funny. He's the director. 
He's the guy who plays the director. Oh, he's from SNL, and I just have never been able to get into his comedy. It's just cringy every time, and it's just annoying. I will say there was when I was watching this, there were some movies that I did la- moments I did laugh, but I don't think I found too many like genuinely funny moments. And like a lot of it was like they're trying to do a joke. And I understand it's dark comedy or dry comedy, whatever dry humor, right? But a lot of it would just go, and I'd be like, "Just nothing." Yeah, but there, there was, there was some good parts, though. I will admit there were, but there was a lot of parts where you're just like waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Um, every time I see a movie with Leslie Mann, uh, she, I just, I feel like she just gets less and less funny. Like it's just she's not the same as she once was. She's been active for a very long time. She's been, I mean, she was in. I don't know if you've ever seen the cable guy with Jim Carrey, but she's, oh. she's, I mean, she's been acting all the way since like mid nineties. She's a, and she's been in was her first movie and she's been, and she's been in some really good movies and she's had some really good performances in this. I don't know if the idea behind the whole thing, especially since this was directed by Judd Apatow, um, who is, you know, he's directed, you know, he directed 40 year old virgin um, and then other projects that are kind of in this vein where it's mm-hmm. did the did, were these actors purposely supposed to be like really bad at being actors? So it's <laughs> it's all about what the idea from the director was and what he told his you know cast to do because like I said these are really good actors like David Duchovny <laughs> like the X Files for crying yeah. out loud like he's yep. <laughs> Keegan Michael Key he's hilarious mm-hmm. um, Kate McKinnon. She's she's hot or cold. All right. I mean, to be honest, I was I was the one who defended her in Ghostbusters 2016 as being (laughs) one of the funnier parts of that movie. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pedro Pascal, though, definitely is like, you know, the top tier for this movie. Karen Gillan, she does. She does a good job for what she what she's given. Um, The guy who plays the I don't know if he's like just part of it. He's like a studio executive. Yeah. he's interesting. I think he was in the remake of The Tick. Are you all right? You yeah. I, the girl that plays uh, Crystal Chris or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's her daughter. It's Leslie Mann's it's daughter. His... And Judd Apatow's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Iris um, like, Apatow. No wonder she was. <laughs> yeah. She was in. Uh, I just remember her from uh, uh, Knocked Up. Oh, yeah. Judd Apatow directed Knocked Up and This Is 40. <sighs> but he played. She played the youngest daughter of Leslie Mann and Paul Rudd's that that couple. She was like fucking like five years old. Yeah, gotta start they early. Both they both act because I think one of them is um, in that show with um, Euphoria, the one with um, Zendaya. Yeah, I like my, that show. It's, it's okay, Dan. I don't watch it. You don't need to know what it is. Good. I know you don't watch like, TV. Please don't I just, ask me questions. <laughs> no. Well, listen. You're sitting next to your wife. I got to direct it in your area that she did. Oh, no, either just, one of you could take that information and run with it. That's fine. I'm just <laughs> replying in no. the manner I know fit. I laugh at I laugh at that being uh, the director's daughter. I hated every dance number. You didn't like the TikToks that the whole cast I hated them. No, the only good part was just seeing Pedro Pascal just dance. 
because it's not <laughs> something I would expect him to do. And then like it's really funny to see him like occasionally oh. in the background. But other than that, I could I was like, yeah. This movie was just so absolutely, crazy. yeah, this movie was just bonkers from, you know, beginning to end. Just like, what in the fuck is going on? You know what I'm wondering? I wonder if people that actually work in the film industry, like, they would find this funny. Because it's a parody of making a movie, and they would know, but since, like, a majority of the world doesn't, it just goes over their head. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was just a parody on how a movie is made. It's also, like, I mean, they factored the pandemic into the whole thing. So it's like, what, what was it? What do you, we're going to, we're going to take what a, uh, a, you know, a film set is during the pandemic, but we're going to turn it to a fucking 11. Mm. And it's just absolutely, I mean, I can guarantee there has been some film sets. I mean, just from reading behind the scenes of some movies, like there's probably been sets like this where you have actors coming in and trying to rewrite stuff. And it's like, you're not a writer. Stop it. Like, no way. Yeah, please. And, you know, you bring in, you know, directors who are not experienced enough to tackle a huge friend like this Cliff Beast, the fake franchise is like is the, an Avengers size franchise in this universe. Yeah. And and you're on your sixth film and you're bringing in like they brought in a guy who brought in like an independent film to Sundance that he filmed on his iPhone spoilers everybody but that's literally why they brought him in is like oh your film did really good at i won sundance from filming a movie on my iphone all working at home depot yeah and it's like and he's like yeah you can be the director of uh of one of the biggest franchises it i mean that's kind of how it works but it's also like the studio is but also back there because they have this very inexperienced director yeah um, you know, they have to come in and, and pretty much take over control because the guy can't handle it or they just don't <laughs> believe that he can do it. I mean, look at the, I mean, we talk, we've talked about movies on this show yep. that have gone through yep. this shit. You know, David S. Goyer went through it when he did Blade Trinity. Yep. As much shade as people throw at David S. Goyer. You know, you 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 know, the studio put him in charge of this with him not having the experience to be a director to direct a big franchise. And it just didn't work out. And that's kind of how this whole movie plays out. Well, also, um, scroll up for a second there. I can't remember her name. Hold on. Uh, Carol's character, Karen Gillen's character, Carol, about how she ends up getting kind of like, because she speaks up and they kind of like slowly like diminish her role. Like, I feel like that's something that would totally happen. And like Hollywood politics. Mm -hmm. Like that just feels like something like completely realistic. So, yeah, this was... This movie was something. Um, <laughs> it was some subplots that were not really subplots, just kind of added pieces that were just like, why did we need this? Why did we fucking need this? Like, why was this movie two hours long? I I don't know, man. When I paused it yesterday, when I had to get ready for work, I had to pause it. And I was like, oh, well, I'll finish watching it tomorrow. There's still 48 minutes of the movie. Why? They thought the same thing. Like, Where was what this is going? Left to do? Nothing. They added so much bullshit. (laughs) We had to pause it like three or four times because we started watching it early. The kids were still up. I'm like, we paused it and it was 20 (laughs) 20 minutes in. I was like, are you serious? It's only been 20 minutes. And then we paused it again. It was only 40 minutes. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Another couple roles I enjoyed were the mocap guys. 
Yes, they were the they were one of the better parts of this movie. Yeah, they were hilarious, especially when they're in scene and they're talking, and then like the cliff beasts are talking. I'm like, okay, yes. I, 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 I like the satirical bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, just uh, we're, I'm going to throw it out there right now. We're going to be throwing spoilers around, so if you haven't seen this movie, yeah, sorry, watch it and then come back and listen you, to you us. I, I get in guarantee this episode is not going to be very long because I don't know how much I really want to talk about this in detail. <laughs> we'll throw around some things that we liked and. Yeah, it's overall this movie is just like it's a, a list. It's a movie that you watch once, you go, okay, and then you never see it again. I will never watch this movie again. It just doesn't it yeah. wasn't what I th- figured it would be with the cast that they had. I feel like yep. com yeah. like just, I don't know, man. Comedies just aren't the same. I'll throw that out there. Well, there they still people will still make good comedies, but there are just some comedies that they just try way too hard. I agree. And shit that makes no sense or is not realistic. Like, what what is going on here? <laughs> well, I guarantee, obviously, that this this may fall into like a niche for somebody listening that's just this really just ticks your box. Yeah, like ticks your boxes because it just there were some funny parts, but it just wasn't my kind of movie either. So for right. sure, I would not watch this again. I can think listen, of a lot of other comedies yeah. I'd rather watch. So. Listen, on on this show, we would never shame anybody for enjoying things we don't like it's this show is literally our opinion on a movie we would never be like you know i mean i might joke around be like don't see this movie it's fucking trash but if you want to see it i'm not gonna give you shit for it (laughs) well also outside of that it just to me seems like the cast just had a really good time making this movie oh yeah i mean I, i can guarantee they had a blast i mean this is a lot of really good actors and probably really fun people to be around and, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard really good things about Judd Apatow as a director. You know, he's made some really good movies uh, throughout his career. And even, you know, I figure I can guarantee he made this movie knowing it wasn't going to be a smash hit. Like it wasn't going to be, you know, yeah. holy shit. This is like one of the best comedies of all time. This was just his opportunity to bring some people who are part of big franchises. Like Karen Gillan is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. Pedro Pascal is part of the part of the star wars universe you know he's gonna be in the last of a show like he's a huge actor like there's a lot of these um actors who are i mean the the girl who played uh, who was the one who was in love with dieter the the one who worked at the hotel what was her name oh annika annika yeah annika she's played by maria bakalova and she was in the newest borat movie yes yeah yeah and i thought she was pretty good she was good for you know for the parts that she was in I just like the scene where she's at the door. He just hands her his plate. Oh, oh, like a little knife. You don't know me. I got a fun. (laughs) No, I got a fun fact. I got a fun fact about that. So while they were filming that exact scene, they cut because they told her while they were filming that she was nominated for a best supporting actress Oscar for Borat for the second Borat movie. Good for her. Yeah, it was it was a really cool thing because it was like. Pedro Pascal comes out, gives her a hug and stuff. It was really, it was a really cool moment, like to like cut filming just so that she can know that. I was like, that's that's, that's pretty cool. Good. That's pretty cool. But yeah, Is that seems great. Third, yeah, on IMDb, it's the third most popular film right now. It's only been it's down for two gone, weeks, but it's gone up fifty. Oh. Well, it's hey, four point seven on on IMDb. So <laughs> Morbius has a higher rating. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about that movie at some point but that is not while it's in theaters we'll talk about it when 
Hopefully, it comes to a streaming service in the it's future. Gone up fifteen. Places. Well, it's because it's on. Well, it's, but you gotta think it's on a streaming service. People already have; they could just watch it, right? And voice their opinion or search it up or whatever. Is this based on like searches or like reviews? How does that? Do you have any idea how that works? Name? I think it's it's I, ba- I think it's based on searches. That's probably why people are watching. Like, oh, what's going, what's going on here? And I mean, I probably went on IMDb probably three four times while watching this movie, trying to figure out yeah, who people absolutely. were and stuff like that. Oh, and Daisy freaking Ridley is in this right? movie. Yeah, what? That was the weirdest fucking <laughs> oh scene, dude. And she has an American accent, which uh-huh. was also weird because I've never heard her speak with one. <laughs> and it was just that a weird, was... weird, weird, weird scene. <laughs> and, and the 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 funny. Like, it, it had to have been because he was on he was on drugs That's... the whole time. Oh my god! It had, it had to. Apparently, was... there was more of that scene filmed. Allegedly, that was not. Oh, like more of like seeing things what? like the, like the sex, the sex scene. Why yeah. would you I'm glad they did what they did. Longer. I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, I I don't want to see Ray in that situation. No, I don't want to see it. I don't. Well, sorry. I will say <laughs> this though. The, the yeah. <laughs> That's canon now. <laughs> I, I love I love the follow up to that at the very very end where Daisy Ridley's there. She's like, with, I don't know why I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, but come on. Let's go. Come, like, come she's Kathy. just What's there. Kathy? What's that? Come here, Kathy. Yeah. It, come on, it's Kathy. It's Kate. Oh, Kate. Or, Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah you're or right. Kate. Yeah. I was like, it's my friend, Kate. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, like, like I said, Dieter's character and the situations he puts himself in are the best part of this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Did you like the random cameo from uh, James McAvoy chasing, <laughs> yeah. chasing uh, <laughs> Carol oh. down? And I'm like, why are you <laughs> Get off me! Why'd it. you go? Why'd you go play Professor X? That's not the only thing I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Well, well, who else was in it? The guy from Third Rock from the Sun and Dexter. Oh, John oh. Lithgow. John yeah, Lithgow. I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, John Cena. Yeah, John yeah, Cena. John Cena. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> this movie was. This, oh. Like I said, there was some laugh out loud moments in this movie. It's just it was one the the biggest gripe. I think if it was an hour and a half, ninety minutes or less, this would have been a lot better of a movie. But they just drag things out and add too much shit. I don't care about. Stop putting Fred Armisen on the goddamn screen. I don't need to see him anymore. Absolutely. Sucks. And I I found out the what's her name? What's her name in this movie? Carla. Gallon Hooper. Hop. Yeah, Hopper. Hopper. That's Ooh. that's uh. Gallon Hopper, De- the, it's the, De- Dennis Hopper's daughter. Yeah. Dennis Hopper's uh, which one was that? Granddaughter. Wh- that was that? the one that was that was the one that was friends with Crystal Chris, the mole. Oh, really? She looked very yeah. young. Yeah, to be oh. Dennis Hopper's daughter. I think Dennis it's her. I think it's his. I always forget that he passed away. I think it's his. Grand He's been daughter. gone for a long time. Oh, no, 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 it's his, no, it's his daughter. Said. It's his daughter. I was yeah. just making sure. I mean, sorry. I wasn't looking at the screen. <laughs> I was talking to him. You know, I can't do more than one thing at once. I know you're still here. I can't. I can't do it. Oh man, I'm damaged goods. (laughs) The the whole dude Howie though. Angela was saying how Howie is great. He was really great. I love his his just (laughs) his rant when he's running away. He's just like. He talks about Batman. Yeah. Like, first, oh, first that was, it was great. Keaton, <laughs> then it was Kilmer, then it was jo- then it was Clooney, pretty boy Clooney. He much role. Yeah, Not like, all <laughs> in the same movie. Then, then he goes. To, then it was like. Then he went to Affleck. Then Christian Bale. And then he's like. Then yeah. they brought that skinny, <laughs> that skinny from bastard Twilight. from Twilight. Dude. Yeah. 
I was like, yeah, we just talked about that. Or we've been talking about Batman. So I felt very relevant. I we felt have. very relevant. It was great. For a I lot loved of his weeks. whole his whole yelling as he was running away. And he's they're like, he's going the wrong way. Oh. It's not the right way to London. Destiny. And then Diener comes out. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> he just wanted his weed, dude. Dude, the security guard, the security the head of security. Oh my dude, he creeped me out. Mr. Best. Oh my God, he was he do he creep me out. Yep. Yeah. He the the scene though where the what the hell was I talking about? Get her hand shot off. Oh my God! <laughs> I, once that happened, I went, "What the fuck is this movie come like turning into? What is going on?" Uh, that's what I wanted. I was know. like, "This is supposed to be a comedy. Are we? Are we now?" On something else, uh, like I was, on another yeah. plane here. Well, there was that moment. I don't remember what character was painting. It was during the second it was Dieter. scene. Dieter, it was where he's Dieter. painting the the representation of Saturn eating his children. Yeah, and it got like really fucking dark randomly. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, because they're all they all had to go in quarantine again. Yeah, yeah, it was Jesus. Like there was some some things, man. Like when character <laughs> yeah. uh, when Karen or sorry when. Carol, Jesus. When Carol goes into her first quarantine and is showing her going through a day, yeah, it has to show show everything. Yeah, it just is like, oh, I mean, I guess it would happen in that situation. You know, you gotta you gotta make it through the 14 days. You gotta figure something out. (laughs) I just thought my favorite, probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Hold on, what's the guy's name? I would have enjoyed 14 days by myself. Like they were watching all kinds of movies. I'm like, right? Man, I'd be going on. I'd, I'd be watching so many movies. Like, oh, no, no right. Kids, no husband. Sorry. Just be like quiet. <laughs> so, it's when Dieter gets sick and Bola comes in. De- Bola, hold my hair. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have any. Hold my. You don't have any hair. Like, you know, hold he starts, my hair. He starts holding it. And he like yeah. gets up and takes a shit. Starts yeah. taking a shit and holds his hand. And they both start screaming. I was like, yes. That is, that is my favorite part yeah. of that whole movie. Dieter the is the best. Oh, he's the best. I just he's love like, when he just he's goes. Like, Where do I hold? <laughs> I love when he first walks up to Annika the first time he ever sees her, and he's like, "Do do you want to have sex with me?" And she's like, "Yes." Uh, uh, she's like, "But not right now. We have to wait. We have to wait. We have to get to know each other and fall in love." And he's like. I slowly walks saying, out of the room. In, no, she's like, you have to, you have to. Um, oh yeah, meet, meet her father. dad. Yeah, and then you have to sign a thousand year contract or something like. Yeah, that. I don't remember like, what what it was specifically, but it was D- this is going to be a lot of Dieter. I'm sorry, guys, because he's fucking fantastic. Listen, Dieter. people, Dieter's the best part of this movie. So <laughs> every morning I go out there, and there's a Kit Kat bar on the table and I take it and eat it. And the next day I come back and it's back again. I am yeah. not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. The, and then I, and then he goes and remember when he asked that like production assistant, if she wants to have sex, he like walks yeah. up to her and she's like eating her lunch. She's like, I'm eating my dip. I'm eating my lunch. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, Gunther, he's like, I'm done eating, but I'm okay. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stand that character. I couldn't stand oh, him. I could not stand Gunther. I understand what they were trying to do with this guy, but like, I've seen too many movies with this same character, and it drives me fucking bonkers, yeah. man. Please stop putting these characters in these movies. It's not funny. 
Like he's just over explaining himself and like doing just saying stupid ass things. I loved it. Uh, when, are you guys talking about me? No, I love it when David Duchovny had to kiss him. Cause oh yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Wife. Oh no, he wasn't dressed as no, the it was, thing. It was one of the no, mo-cap it was one of the mocap guys. The mo-cap guys. And then he goes, yeah, starts, yeah. yeah. and then he starts going off. And he's like, great. he's like, don't oh worry. God. He's only like that because he felt the emotion. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The mocap guys were great. Oh, yeah, they were fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's one of those things where comedies and it's, you know, this isn't the only one that's done it. But I feel like if you've seen other ones that have the same, you know, styles of just dragging things out way too long like a joke mm-hmm. it's just it's just stretched so far you're just like okay i'm i'm over this like the one where they have to shoot the dinosaur's genitals and then they have to and then fred armisen's character darren has to explain that it's oh it's not a dick and balls it's like a jellyfish you know going in and out and i was just like and it's they just went on for organs. five minutes why stop it shut up darren it, it, you said something about Ghostbusters 2016, and I was getting a lot of that sometimes in some of these scenes. Oh, because, I, like, ah. I mean, that's the thing is it's these SNL people. Like, I'm not even like I enjoy SNL. You know, I don't watch it much anymore, but I enjoy SNL because of what, you know, the style of comedy that it is. And it's mm. kind of, you know, it's live. It's it's these SNL characters coming in and, and doing movies. Yeah. It's it's always those those people. Fred Armisen from SNL, Kate McKinnon from snl there's probably yeah. others that i don't know but it's just like i know judd apatow has worked on snl um but it's like stop man just make a joke and move on we, yeah, so we can laugh at it when you keep yeah, going stop. i lose the the humor of it stop it that's the style doesn't always lend itself well to film so no it doesn't oh so i mean the whole the whole thing is is this movie is uh, they're one of two films that are working during the pandemic. Shit is going bad. It's it's taking like nine months to film this movie. Everything's going to shit. And at the end, they all escape. And instead, they make a documentary out of it. You have the, the guy who's always coming around at the worst times to interview people. Hey, man, this looks like a setback. What do you think's going to happen? He's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the one dude yelled, told him to be up people's ass, but yeah. even when he does it, he yells at him for it. <laughs> it kind of gets like kind of shit on this whole movie, and then makes a documentary this? out. It makes a bunch of money. Yeah, what was his name? Scott, I think. Yeah, because he kept calling him something else. He's like, "My name's yeah, Scott." Yeah, he always calls him by a different name, and then at the end, he was yeah. just like, "He's like, yeah, they'll remember my name now because it's above the movie title." Yes. Yes. Oh man this yep that's that's the bubble like there i don't know really what else we really want to get into with this movie i I don't really want to go through the plot because it's it's kind of it's not much of a plot to be honest it's literally just the really exaggerated inner workings of making a film during the pandemic which i mean i guess some film sets might be like this uh so i can't say it's super exaggerated but it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy um, yeah, and the way there are some jokes. Is. Yeah, there and are some, like you said, jokes. there's there's some B plots that aren't necessary and really drag the movie out. The yep. the whole thing with the football player, soccer player, the soccer oh, player, and his the, uh, Carol's girlfriend or boyfriend being a dickhead and being a worthless why? piece of shit, <laughs> and then 
David Duchovny and what are fucking names relationship and then their kid that is, the adoptive son that doesn't like them. Like, who fucking cares? All these added dumb stuff. Like, yeah. please stop. This is why this movie was two hours long. Honestly, and I know it was honestly all the stuff with I think Gavin. Yeah, the dude that was like the film executive producer or the fuck he was for yeah, the studio yeah, yeah. and the stuff with Kate McKinnon just didn't even need to be there. Nope. Like mm -hmm. none of it, all like literally could have saved us like 30 minutes of film. If you cut all this out, it didn't really matter. <sighs> yeah, yep. that's that's the bubble. I laughed Leave the stuff out with a couple Dieter times. And the one girl, though, yep. had more Dieter. It was definitely I mean, like I said, there were some good performances by certain actors and not mm -hmm. so good by others. Um <laughs> stop putting Fred Armisen in movies. No offense, Fred Armisen. I don't think you're a terrible person, but I don't like you as a comedian or an actor. You're not funny. <sighs> David Duchovny come back and do some more X Files because I like X Files. <laughs> Please, there you go. Um do it, man. Yeah, it it's this was definitely a disappointment. I remember seeing the trailer for this and I was like, wow, there's a lot of great, this is a great cast. This has got to be, it's got to be pretty funny. Yeah. And I, like yeah. I said, I did, I did laugh. There was some laugh out loud moments, but it just yeah. wasn't a movie that I needed to spend two hours with. Yep. So, I agree. You know, but it, it's, we have a pretty poor track record with comedy so far, dude. Yeah. We do. <laughs> we need to fix that someday. We'll figure. We'll figure it out someday. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. like dissect that film. Don't come here for comedy. You ain't getting it. Episode oh, man. thousand. We still haven't found something. We still haven't yeah. figured it out yet. <laughs> oh God. All right. So for our next fresh cut, uh, I figured we would sit down and talk about the newest Sonic film. Sonic. Sanic. Sanic. Chili dogs. <laughs> gotta, gotta move fast. That's right. So yeah, Enjoy those uh, Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah. We're not going to state like when exactly these videos are going to be out because it's kind of whenever I have time to put them out. Um, this one will be out uh, when, I mean, be out when you see it. Our next one will be Sonic 2, which will be hopefully the week after this comes out. But if it's not, then it'll be the week after that. Um, there's a bunch of movies coming out in the next like three weeks. I would love to talk about some really Ooh. good ones. Uh, the, the Northman comes out on the 22nd, which looks fucking cool. It's that Viking revenge film from uh, Robert Eggers who did the witch and the lighthouse. Um, it's got it's a awesome cast and it just looks badass. Look and our good friends from Epic film guys got a quote in the trailer. For the movie, I saw that. So, that which is really cool. That is really cool. It's, that's a fucking massive flex right there. Right. Yeah. Um, they deserve it. They're they run a all amazing show over there. So, um, also, what the hell? I just saw what? Um, I just saw a movie that's supposed to be coming out at the same time. Oh, the new Nicolas Cage film, The Unbearable oh, yeah. Weight of Massive Talent, has been getting rave reviews. I think it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, and it's Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it's got like, Pablo Pascal in it. Yes. Yeah, so so we we we're gonna have to talk about it because this oh, is absolutely. it's gonna be so much fun. He literally wields the guns from Face Off, and that movie is probably one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies ever. Oh god! I'm excited for that? I'm so excited. Excited, my eye would stop. <laughs> I I can't wait till we get to have a quote on the back of a cereal box. It's gonna be great. That's, that's when we when, reach peak. 
yeah, that's when we pop the champagne and say, guess what, guys? We're retiring. Dude, one day, I'm gonna this, I'm gonna put this right now. One day we're gonna have a quote and it's gonna be Angela's and it's gonna say, Well, that's a movie, or it's a movie. It's gonna be on a shirt. I'm gonna get them made this year. It's gonna be see Angela's face. Angela's face in like a cool like cartoon look with a with a little a little bubble and it just says, Well, that was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, I have to so be I, I mean the likeness has to be approved <laughs> for the t-shirt. I can't put her face on a t-shirt without her approval, but that's true. So, Angela, just write up a makeshift contract, send it to me so I have the paper that says it's okay before I do. Okay. It's just a lined notebook paper. Yes. And I have it framed on a wall. Here. Good enough. I'll just, pull, I'll just rip off a blank piece of paper off of something. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, this week, since this is going to be coming out on a Monday, uh, this week we got videos. We got this. We have... Our final Resident Evil video debut. Thank God that's over. No offense. That was actually that was actually a really fun six week venture with Piggy, uh, where we talked about these those terrible films. Um, we have episode episode four of Moon Knight's review will be out on Thursday. Uh, the Halo review was probably going to be re- released on s- Saturday before this video, so it'll be out by the time you watch this. Um, just because the schedule is a little wonky and I'm just releasing videos when I want to. Friday will be the podcast of the um, recording of our live podcast from Sunday. I'm just going to be releasing yeah. it raw straight to the tube into the That's podcast. Yeah, services. raw on the tube. Yep. And then <laughs> we're going to be hopping back into Batman for two more weeks with the Lego Batman and the Batman with a special guest, hopefully. We're going to be, there's a, there's a hopefully, we'll have that special guest for the Batman. And then, we're going to be venturing into some solo stuff, some solo movie stuff, um, just to kind of, you know, we've been taught, we'll be talking about Batman after that for nine straight weeks, almost nine straight yeah. weeks, so we need to, to talk about some individual films. And then, we're going to be determining which franchise we're going to be hopping into next. What? I'm not going to tell you what that's going to be yet, because we haven't voted on it. All right. Well, this is, you know, I feel like we've talked more about this, not this movie than we have of this movie. So that was the bubble fresh cut. If you enjoyed it, tell us why you enjoyed it. Um, If you love Dieter, please tell us why, because he's amazing. (laughs) Just say we agree with everything that you said. And remember, these are our opinions. Form your own opinion. Watch, you know, if somebody tells you a movie's terrible, go watch it for yourself to prove them wrong or say, yep, they were right. Oh, you know what I would have liked to have seen Dieter in? Clippy Sake? No, Jurassic Park 3. Because that's what you need to go watch! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> go watch Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That's Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. We are Dissected Film, and this has been Dissected Film Fresh Cuts. We'll see you all next time. Goodbye! Bye.